Welcome back to the Finding Something Real podcast. This is Ruby Guo. I've known Janelle for two years now, and Janelle's not here today. She's working on creating special contents for February. Instead, this is one of our favorite episodes from the past 15 months. You're going to love it. Enjoy, friend. Well, friend, welcome back to the Finding Something Real podcast. I'm Janelle Wood, your host. And this is actually a very special podcast episode. I'm super excited to introduce a very special guest. She's a Christian, um, contemporary Christian music artist. And I, I was going through a hard time a few weeks ago. And a friend of mine, she, um, she had been listening to music when she gets ready in the morning. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to do that. I'm going to start listening to music as I spend time in the bathroom. So I don't feel bad about this time that I'm (laughs) wasting on my vanity. (laughs) And um, I turned on Spotify and I was listening to someone else's list and I'd listened to about five songs. They were all pretty good. And then there was this one song that just came on and it stopped me in my tracks. It was so beautiful. And it wasn't just um, the sound, which was pure and just um, it felt holy, um, but it was the lyrics. It felt like someone was gr- reaching into my soul, grabbing them out of, of what was inside and putting them out. Wow. And um, I didn't know who that artist was. I listened to that song repeatedly. I started sharing that song with a bunch of people, including a friend of mine who was recently diagnosed with cancer, who started sharing it as well. But I wow. said to my assistant, I said, Tara, if there's any way we could get this beautiful person on the podcast <laughs> to share about this music and about her mission, let's do wow. it. And so that, wow, that's, that's awesome. my introduction for you. This is Tarian. Tarian, welcome to the Finding Something Real podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor, seriously. Thank oh, you. Well, I'm just, <laughs> I'm blown away. And I'd love for you to share with the Finding Something Real listener um, a little mm-hmm. bit about who you are and your ministry. All right. Uh, so I grew up singing in my grandparents' church, um, and my dad was the assistant pastor there. So I'd been singing since I was like five years old, um, fell in love with it, fell in love with Jesus. And uh, I always knew I wanted to sing for him. Um, as I got older, I, I think, you know, I, I became more entertained by the pop industry and I, and I wanted to, you know, be a pop singer. Uh, I was influenced by Disney Channel and all of those things. Um, but at some point, I just I realized that I would have to make a compromise and be a little too strategic on how to talk about Jesus. And I wasn't really comfortable with that. Um, so I, I was just like, I, I really want to make music for the Lord and make music to encourage the body of Christ um, and as well as to bring people to Jesus. Um, I often see comments from people who are not religious at all or are part of another religion and, and they're encouraged by the songs. And it's just like, man, this is why we do what we do. Um, so the heart behind it is just to point people to Jesus. Um, and if I'm not doing it for that, then I don't need to be, I don't need to be doing it at all, you know? So, so yeah, that's why I do what I do. For the girl that's listening who, um, maybe she hasn't chosen to follow Jesus with her life. Why, why Mm -hmm. was that so important to you? What, what difference has Jesus made in your life? I, 
I'll, I'll be honest. I watched a YouTube video that you shared a few months ago um, as I was mm-hmm. uh, doing some research for our interview today. And I know your dad was an assistant pastor. Is that right? And your, yeah. your yeah. grandfather was a pastor as well. Um, so you grew up in the church, but what difference has Jesus really made? Because um, I, I think there's people who are asking that question, especially now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me, um, he, Jesus is just solid. You know, there are no holes in the story for me. Even if there are questions, I know that there's an answer that can be found in the Bible. Um, and, you know, when I compare it to other religions, it's Jesus took the burden for us because he knew we couldn't do it. And to me, that is a God that, that to me screams true and living God. And I, I wouldn't be able to question, you know, that, you know, um, at some point growing up, you know, I had to figure out if, if I believe this for myself or because I had been taught it for so many years, mm-hmm. um, which can be really scary for, for somebody yeah. <laughs> who grew up in the church and you start, you know, really wondering if, does this really mean something to you? Um, and, and when I started to study his word more, you know, it just became even more clear to me that, that I do love Jesus and that he is my savior. Um, and so for people who are struggling and who probably don't even want anything to do with God, you know, I, I would just ask, don't look at the people who represent him sometimes, but actually like look to his word and find him. Um, because sometimes, you know, I think the church historically and, and in our community, sometimes, you know, they, they hurt people and that's our only view of Christianity or Jesus. Um, and so my encouragement is just, you, you got to find Jesus for yourself. Don't let someone else's bad decisions deter you away from God. Um, because God is not those people, you know, he's, he's not those people. We're human and we make terrible decisions. Um, but, but he's perfect and he's holy and he's true. Um, and so, so yeah, I just read the Bible and, and get to know his character and just trust that even if you have questions and you don't understand that there, there are answers in that. Mm. Yeah. It's a daily struggle though, even as a believer, sometimes, uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. to look around and see the body of Christ, um, so broken at times. Um, and when I yeah. say the body of Christ, I mean other believers. Um, so how do you stay, uh, firmly rooted, I guess, in that truth of who mm-hmm. he is? What is your daily rhythm for, for closeness with Jesus? Lately, it's been praying alone by myself. And, um, I, I think that's where for sure I've drawn my peace from, um, with so much chaos happening today. And, you know, with where we are today, there's just so many frustrations and people dealing with losing family members from COVID. And there's, I don't know, there's just so much going on in the world. And the only thing I can do is go to the Lord in prayer and just speak with him and just be with him. Um, and sometimes I forget to listen to worship music. Like, (laughs) and when I actually do that, I'm like, oh man, I forget like how like peaceful worship music Mm -hmm. is, um, and, and how it fills you with, with scripture. Um, but yeah, I do that and, and just trying to stay in his word, trying to be honest about what I'm feeling in a moment. Uh, so, so yeah. yeah. 
I love that. Well, yeah. since we're talking a little bit about worship music, will you tell me um, a little bit about your song, You Still Do? Yeah, um, I I think I started writing that last year at some point. Um, and it was when I was just kind of home a lot. <laughs> and I just decided to challenge myself to be more of a storyteller, um, but somehow merge it with a more congregational chorus. Um, and I just wanted to pull from experiences I had growing up in church. There are um, things that the Lord allowed me to see growing up that um, helps me today to believe that he still does miracles and that he still delivers people. Um, I don't know that I would believe that if I didn't grow up in the church that I did, you know, um, and, and it was, I don't know, such a faith driven place. And I just really, really wanted to write about that. Um, and when I took it to the studio, I, I wrote it with a couple other guys and um, the other writer started singing the chorus. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, dude, <laughs> it's like, this is exactly where this song needs to go. Um, it was just so well-rounded um, because that's exactly what we were saying is that you, you are the same power now and forever. Like nothing about you is going to change. You are still the exact same. And that's something that I think um, we can all find rest in. Mm -hmm. Especially right yeah. now, for sure. One yeah. of the things that I, I watched that whole video that you shared. I think it was like an hour and a half mm -hmm. or so. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and one of the things that I really noticed about you, um, besides the fact that you have a very quiet strength about you, um, I noticed that you are very present with people. Um, you, yeah. you were available to the people who were asking you lots of questions and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you, <laughs> you didn't look around or look at your watch, you know, different things. Right. And, um, I, I know because my grandfather had that gift and I, I know very few people who, who really possess that, that that is a true yeah. gift. Um, and it, it's such an important piece of loving people is to be present um, one of my favorite right. quotes is by a guy, I don't even know who he is. I just know the quote. It's David Augsburger. And um, it okay. says, uh, being heard is so close to being loved to, that to the average person, it's basically indistinguishable. And I'm okay. just wondering where that came from for you, that uh, ability to be in the moment with somebody. Mm -hmm. um, I, I really ad admire that in people. And I know you've got it. Well, thank you. Um, I, I think... I just want people to know that they are seen. Um, I've done concerts before and I've had the chance to go out and speak with people afterwards. And just that in-person interaction of un just, I don't know, I just want people to just know, like, I see you. Like, I'm just another sister in Christ. Like, I, I know I'm on stage doing all this crazy stuff, dancing around with Toby, but like, I'm human and you're human. And if there's any way I can pray for you or love on you, I really want to be that person right now um, because it is ministry for us at the end of the day. It's not the lights. It's not the stage. It's, it's not the, the fancy stuff. It's, it's really ministry for us. Um, and, and just seeing how impactful that really is for people um, encourages me to be able to just, you know, answer questions that people have um, and, just be there. You know, I just think we have to be there. We have to make ourselves available um, and be true vessels and not just limit it to singing on stage. Um, because I think when you just do that, you miss, you miss the point of ministry for sure. Yeah. 
It's an easy yeah. trap to fall into, though, when you are on the stage. So how absolutely? <laughs> how do you keep yourself yep. in check that way? Because I think, I mean, we've all seen people and artists who who get caught up in in all the things. So mm -hmm. is that is that a struggle for you, or is it a daily thing that you have to remind yourself, or how do you avoid that? Oh man, like that is something I definitely had to like overcome. Um, probably a few years ago, maybe. Um, because when you grow up hearing all the time, like, you're so good at this, you're so great at this and this and that, you start to rely on compliments of people. Um, and, and I was just kind of like snatching the glory away from, from the Lord. Um, and so now if I feel that rising, I, I, I rebuke it. <laughs> and, and right before I go on stage, it's like, nope, this is not what we're here to do tonight. Um, and also too, I confide in my husband, you know, I'm just, if, if, if I'm struggling with that, I'm just like, yo man, like I need prayer right now, big time. You know, I just need to refocus and, and just make sure that Jesus is the center of this. Um, and so it's a, it's a constant prayer, you know, and it's gotten easier over, over the years, um, because I've just taken it to the Lord whenever it comes up and I'm honest about it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so, so yeah, it is definitely a struggle for sure. Yeah. Will you will yeah. you share a little bit about your journey as a musician? Because uh, you mentioned Toby, mm, yeah. uh, but we haven't talked mm -hmm. about that. So would you share with uh, someone who's listening about your music journey? Yeah. Um, so like I said, I grew up singing in the church. Um, and I feel like in every season of life, the Lord allowed people that would help me to grow musically um, to be a part of that. So for elementary, it was my chorus teacher, Miss Chatham, um, and giving me a couple of solos in elementary school. And then middle and high school, I sang in the same choir from sixth grade to 12th grade. Um, and it was uh, Mr. and Mrs. Bowles. They were over the choir and I sang a lot. <laughs> like we had so many choir performances all the time. Miss um, Atwell was another teacher who took me to the studio for the very first time. Um, and yeah, it was just several people along the way senior year it became angel street a nonprofit organization um that i love being a part of even still to this day um and and yeah i wish that led into uh american idol <laughs> and then toby came after that and so so in this current season it's it's working with toby mack and being on his label as well as in his band and that's just been just such a blessing and i feel so grateful for all of the mentors I've had over the years that prepared me for, for this season of life. Wow. And you're doing some solo yeah. things too, as well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's been fun. Um, and it took a long time to figure out exactly what my sound is going to be. Um, typically when you introduce an artist to the world, you know, you come out with this like upbeat tempo, fast song. Um, but, I came out with the slowest song you can prob probably think of, um, but it, it was just like the perfect representation of what my heart was and what I believed. Um, and, and so, yeah, we've just been writing and working and really defining more of, of just my sound. And so that's just been a really fun process. What was that first song for you? I was God with us. Um, yeah, it was the first one. It was, it was, it was a special one for sure. Yeah. Tell yeah. me about that song, because when you were doing your YouTube video, you had a sweatshirt on and said, God with us. Um, I watched yeah. uh, a video you shared on Instagram the other day. You were talking about believing that he's Emmanuel, God with us. Mm -hmm. Why is that so important to you? What What's the significance of that? 
I think it's easy to forget that we have the Holy Spirit in us, um, which is literally the Spirit of God. Um, and, you know, when Jesus came, he was literally there in the flesh, you know, and thankfully, you know, the Holy Spirit was given to us as comforter, you know, and um, just reminding people of that truth is that Jesus is Emmanuel, like he is here living inside of us. Um, and every believer has the Holy Spirit residing inside of them. And so we can encourage each other. We can feel that comfort. Um, and really, we don't have a reason to fear, you know, or, you know, just be discouraged. Um, I, I sat at the piano a couple of years ago to write this song. And I just said, Lord, I want to write directly from your scripture mm -hmm. today. Like, so give me something. Um, and, and he did, you know, and we didn't release that song to two years later. <laughs> um, but man, it's encouraged so many people. Um, and, I, and I think it's just, it's not my words. It's just straight from scripture. And I think there's so much power mm -hmm. in that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Um, Real quick, I wanted to ask you, you light up when you talk about Angel Street. What is that? Tell yeah. me a little bit more about it. Um, so I started in Angel Street my senior year of high school. Um, it was supposed to be like a one-time choir performance, but the Lord was just like, no, I need this to be a full-time nonprofit. Um, and it's so special to me because it's in the neighborhood I grew up in. And so to see the girls from my community being impacted the way that I've been impacted by it um, is what means so much to me. And just the um, women banding together to be mentors to these young ladies is something that's definitely needed. And they need to see positive examples in their lives. And um, we have an incredible staff that's able to be there and, and be that for them and show them the heart of Christ and show them how to live like Jesus and empower them as well. Um, when you grow up in situations like, like I grew up in, you know, some of these girls have it tougher than I do. Um, you, you just need a community. It takes a village, you know, and I got to where I am because there was a village of people like rallying behind me and Angel Street really wants to be that for those girls. Um, and, and they have been and they are. And so, so yeah, it's a special program. Mm, I love that. Um, yeah. So, Terry, and things right now in the world, um, we're recording this at the beginning of June um, mm -hmm. 2020. Uh, oh. It <laughs> just keeps on going. <laughs> uh, I saw a meme oh, the other man. day and it said something like, what what chapter of Revelation are we in now? <laughs> I don't know. Right. It's, it's comical <laughs> if it wasn't true. Um, but how, oh, man, how yeah. are you holding on to peace? Um, that's what we're talking about. Oh, wow. And it is hard. Um, we need each yeah. other, like what you were just saying. We need community. But what is anchoring you to peace right now? You know, I, I think I, I've studied the book of Revelations, right? Like, I, don't, I don't know that yeah. we're there yet. Like, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I think things are going to get a little bit more crazy than this, you know, yeah. but um I'm just kind of like, you know, this is a, a piece of cake compared to what's probably going to come. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but uh, I also just know that God's in control. You know, it's just he's sovereign, man. And he's he's watching over his people right now. And um, he's using all of the chaos in the world happening um, to bring people back to him. And, and that's something to find joy and rejoice in just knowing that 
in this season, we are gaining more brothers and sisters in Christ mm -hmm. and people are turning back to him. People are finding out about him. Um, and that makes me so happy. Um, and, and yeah, that's, that's where that joy is. And I have peace knowing that God's doing something great in this yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any, um, scripture verses or tangible resources that you could direct someone listening to, um, that might help with their unsettledness or their fear right now? Mm -hmm. Um, some, one verse that's been encouraging to me is Proverbs. I'm looking at my notes. so I don't say the wrong scripture, Proverbs 18, 10. Um, the name of the Lord is a fortified tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. And I think one of the things we have to know as believers is that we've been made righteous through the blood of Jesus, you know, and you can run to the Lord right now and, and he'll protect you, you know? Um, so, so yeah, that, that's been encouraging. To yeah. Me. I've been reading a similar Psalm. Yeah. I can't remember which one it is, but every morning when I wake up, it's already marked there, you know, <laughs> it's like the no, Lord yeah, is your rock. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's my refuge. Yeah. I have to remind yeah. myself yep. every time. Um, yep. I, I'd love for you to share a little bit about one of your songs. Um, let love lead. Mm, yeah. Oh man. That song, I, so it was originally Aaron Cole's song and, um, our, we share the same A&R. So our representative at the label is the same guy. And he was like, I think T should sing the song, you know? So I rewrote the verses to kind of make it more about, um, just coming together in unity and banding together for justice and, and hearing your brother or sister out and just having empathy for people. Um, and we released it in February because it was Black History Month. I didn't realize we would be here today and that we would really need this song. Um, yeah, it's, it just touches to so many different areas, I, I think. Um, and it's just encouraging for people to listen to right now. It's just with all the frustration and anger and the confusion that we might be feeling right now, the thing that we need the most is love. We need the love of God in our hearts. We need love for our neighbor and, and we need compassion, you know, and empathy to just hear people out. Um, and that's on both sides, mm. you know, because man, like black people have struggled so long in this country and they're just like, you know, we're, we're just like, we want to be heard so bad, you know? Um, but also as a believer, it is also my duty to put myself in my white brothers or sisters like shoes as well, you know, to understand that, they haven't had to deal with this. So they're probably just like, what are you talking mm -hmm. about? <laughs> you know, like I literally don't understand. Um, and so patience is quite required on both sides right now. Um, and so I'm just like, remove the frustration and, and let love take over the situation right now. Um, and it's easier said than done, you know? Um, but I, I think using love as the force and the driving forces is, is, is a step in the right direction. Yeah. Amen. It's yeah. so, um, you touched on it. It's so confusing right now. You know, uh, <laughs> I want to be yeah. just personally, you know, you, you, it's a struggle to know what to do mm -hmm. and how to respond right. in love. Uh, you see people hurting. Um, you, I see my black brothers and sisters hurting. And then I think, yeah. Uh, what have I done that might have contributed to some of that? And, um, mm. and Lord, search me and know my heart and show me if there's anything. And you touched on it as well, like listening to one another and um, mm. in humility 
you know, um, right. that's like you said, easier said than done because, mm-hmm. uh, it's natural to get defensive and to feel like, what do you mean you yeah. don't understand? And, um, <laughs> right. but we're all the body of Christ and one part of us can't say to the other part, I don't need you. And, um, right. so I love that song. I love your heart behind it. I watched the, is it the visualizer portion of the video? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. if you're listening to this, go watch it. It was so powerful. Um, but yeah, we need to let love lead. And, um, in my, uh, newsletter that I sent out this month, I was talking about King Jeho- Jehoshaphat. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. there's this part where all of the, this pressure is coming upon him and the people of Israel. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are upon <laughs> you, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there's this part mm-hmm. where they, they move forward in worship to the Lord. And God, mm. in that worship, that place of surrender, he, his spirit moves, you know? And right. the other day I was just reflecting, um, apart from your music, but this is true for your music as well. Like there's so much power in gathering together and song together and mm. um, remembering uh, that we are all one voice, you know? Right. So right. anyway, I really, really value um, your perspective. Um, yeah, so this is always my final question. Um, the finding something real podcast is about a journey towards restoration or redemption, eternity, Mm -hmm. authenticity, and love. It's real, real is an acronym for redemption or restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love of those four things that we can find in Jesus Christ in relationship with him. Is there one that stands out to you the most right now? And if so, why? Mm. I, I think specifically for the season we are in, it's it's redemption mm. for sure. Um, one of the things I think I heard someone point out on another live discussing everything happening, um, it's that there is no condemnation for those in Jesus. And so when you understand that, you understand one, that we have been redeemed and that we've all had something that we've needed to get rid of that was unlike Christ. And so taking that perspective and being like, I can have patience with someone who does not understand where I'm coming from um, and, and not be angry with them, you know, um, because there, I know that there's redemption coming for that person. And I know that there's redemption coming for me as well. Um, and I think when we can just see each other, it's just like, man, we're human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're trying to just like figure this thing out. Um, you know, so, so yeah, redemption. I, I think redemption is coming 1000%. Um, there's some sort of a shift happening spiritually. Um, and I, I think the Lord's just opening everybody's eyes a little bit more than, than before. Um, and so, so yeah, I'm just waiting to see it happen even more. You yeah. Know? So if people want to know more about you and your ministry or the things that you have coming up, I think you have some Mm drive-in tours. Is that right? Yes. Drive-in tours. That's all I know about it. (laughs) (laughs) I know it starts in a couple of weeks and I'm like, uh, are we rehearsing or no? Like what's the plan? (laughs) I don't know. Um, But it should be quite the adventure. I'm looking forward to that. I think we're all just like, at this point, we will play anywhere. I don't care where it's at. Let's just go play some shows. So, so yeah, that'll be fun. Well, if you ever come uh, out this way to Spokane or Seattle, I hope I get to come see you and, 
in concert, oh, yeah. awesome. I, um, I actually yeah. have a couple friends who are big fans of yours. And when I said that I was listening to okay. your music, they were like, oh, my gosh, she's amazing. We saw her with Tony Brown. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much, Terian, cool. for being on today. Right. And I wish you the very best. I love what you're doing. It's so yeah. important. Until next time. Thanks for having me on here. Yeah. Thank you, friend, for listening to the Finding Something Real podcast. This is a grace-filled, Christ-centered podcast for those who are wandering, wondering, or simply needing to be encouraged in their faith journeys. I hope you'll come back next week when I'll most likely be sharing a conversation with another guest about their journey towards finding something real. And if you're on Instagram, please come find me. On Fridays, I share Instagram Live podcast recaps at 11.45 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So if you're over there on the gram, you can join me for some fun live awkwardness. (laughs) And finally, if you're someone who was encouraged by today's podcast and you have friends who would benefit from hearing the story shared here, would you go ahead and share? You can do that by hitting subscribe, leaving a review, or sharing a link. Your telling others about this podcast helps bring other people along. And finally, just so you know, if you only remember one thing about this podcast, I hope it is this. No matter who you are or what you've done, Jesus Christ loves you and a real relationship with Him is a treasure trove of restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love. He's offering that gift to you today. I pray you believe it.